You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. This is SENZ, it is Phoenix Nation with Oppo, and it is time to check out the Oppo, and uh, the Oppo this time is the Central Coast Mariners, and one of our very own in terms of an all-white, Storm Roo. G'day Storm, how are you mate? Good mate, how are you? Yeah, not too badly, mate. Not too badly. A bit of a uh, a weird start to the season for you guys, having a having a uh, call off the first game against Newcastle due to the weather. How, how's that been? Yeah, a bit frustrating. You know, you do preseason for three months and looking forward to round one, and it gets called off. It's never good, but um, yeah, no, nah, looking forward to this weekend against Phoenix and get the season underway. Just how bad was the weather? How bad was the pitch? Oh, terrible. Yeah, worst I've seen it. Usually, you know, this pitch at Central Coast is really good at um, draining, but it was just crazy. The amount of weather that was coming through, it was like, it was like a swimming pool on the pitch. So, um, yeah, real, really no chance at all to play. The, um, the, of course, it would be good to start the season with a, with a derby as well, eh, in Newcastle. How, just how fiery is that, is that derby? Yeah, it gets pretty feisty, to be honest. I mean, obviously, we don't like each other um, from up the road and all that. So... It's, it's probably one of the better, better rivalries in the league, in my opinion. You know, a lot of history there. So, um, yeah, it does get pretty fiery, um, especially when it's round one. You know, you want to have a good start to the season. And, and against your against your enemies, it's, it makes it that much more important, you know. Now, you guys, uh, at the end of last season, had a couple of games against the Knicks where you won 4-0 and 5-0. So, 9-0 on aggregate over two games. Uh, why do you think you had the wood on the on the Phoenix um, so much given that they were a team that you know did make the playoffs. Yeah, it's a weird one. I think every season there's you know a team that that you always uh, for some reason end up playing good against, and and throughout the season it changes. But I think it was just Phoenix last season. I mean, like you said, they're a good side, a playoff side. But for some reason, we I guess we just had the edge over them. I don't know if it was psychological or maybe our, our tactics were a bit a uh, bit better against them. Um, I have to keep that one a secret, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean they're a good side. I mean, there's no real reason why we why we played good, and maybe it was just our day those, those games. What about um, the change at the Central Coast? You know, for a long time, Central Coast was a team that was um, I don't want to say they're to make up the numbers, but they certainly weren't, weren't weren't being competitive at the top end. But that sort of changed in the last season, a season and a half. How much of a dip of that is down to Nick Montgomery being the boss? I mean, yeah, I, I'd say most of it. I mean, it's, it's no surprise that he's come in and, and changed it all and then turned it around. So, I mean, obviously, obviously it was important for him to come in and sort of change the way the club was viewed. Like you said, it'd been probably four or five seasons, maybe a bit longer, where uh, we weren't performing and we weren't doing great. Um, and it just wasn't good enough, you know, but... Uh, Monty's come through the you know the youth development side, brought a lot of young players in um, that have you know turned out to be first team players and even moved on to better things. Um, so yeah, I mean all the credit would go to him. Obviously, um, 
obviously it shows as soon as he's come in we've um you know we've been been more competitive and started making the finals and and all that sort of stuff so hopefully we we continue this season and and throughout the future is he a tactician is he a man motivator you know what makes him so special what do you, why do you think he's been able to achieve what he's achieved that other coaches haven't been able to do I think a bit of both, you know, obviously I, when I first came to the club, Monty was one of the older boys, so he was actually a teammate of mine. Um, I think it really does help that, you know, he was at the club. He knows what the club's about. He knows the values that, that we have. Um, so I think it was just a natural role for him to progress into was, to, you know, to become the head coach after, after playing at the club. Um, like I said, you know, he understands what the club's about. He understands the young boys. He he came through and, and coached a lot of them. So I think he's got that, you know, that personal side to it as well, which which really helps out. Now you mentioned old boys. There's another old boy who's felt like he played it. Um, he's been playing forever, but he's just finally called it a day in Matt Simon. How big a, how big a um, sort of influence in the dressing room has he been the last couple of seasons? Oh, huge. Yeah, he's he's... He's, we call him Uncle Uncle Simo. He's sort of um, he's everyone's sort of dad and and helps out whenever we need him. You know, he's the, the club captain. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, unfortunate for him. You know, his his neck injury he sort of couldn't get over it, um, and he had to he had to call it quits. But he's still around the club. He's still helping out the boys. He's still at training every day. So um, although he won't be you know suiting up on game day, he's still a big part of the team. It feels like him and and uh, Nick uh, Montgomery are a uh, similar sort of blokes, and they, you know, they the way they conducted themselves on the field, at least they're the kind of guys that, as an opposition fan, you really didn't like because uh, they were just so niggly. But what are they? What are they? What are they like uh, to have as teammates? Oh, the best, yeah. I mean, uh, I think Simo's got that white line fever where on the pitch everyone hates him you know he's sort of like the the villain but off the pitch he's the you know the nicest guy you'll ever meet he'll do anything for you yeah there's not a bad bone in his body and you know Monty was a bit like that as well Monty um obviously played a, a lot of years over in England where it's rough and if you if you're not you know up to, up to standard it's pretty cutthroat so um you know they both sort of come from the old school style of football where there's no friends on the pitch but um off the pitch just normal blokes. Yeah, nice. Now, what about you, Storm? I mean, you know, you've been a right back forever. You've played as a as a wing back as well. You played a traditional right back. You're 29 now. Do you do you see yourself staying that in that that sort of position, or do you think, given you've got a little bit of height on your side, you could move in slightly, end up playing what right sided centre back or something like that? Um, yeah, I mean, I have I have played there a handful of times. Um, I played there a couple of times at Victory. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, with with age and with with a lot of games on your belt comes experience, and you know sometimes when the legs sort sort of sort of go when you get a bit older, you maybe lose lose a bit of speed. I think it's you know a natural progression, but at the moment, you know, I'm 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 a right back, but I'll play anywhere I'm needed to play. Um, I got no issues at um, playing any position. I'll play keeper if you need me. So um, there's no there's no issue there. I mean, wherever I'm needed. That's where I go. Yeah, fair, mate, fair. Well, what did you make of the Phoenix's first game of the season against Adelaide? Yeah, it was a tough one. I mean, sort of watching it, you know what Phoenix is about. They're gonna fight for everything. They're gonna, um, they're gonna, uh, you know, they're always gonna be in the battle. And I think, you know, it was a bit, bit not harsh, but you know, that red card sort of um, went against them. I think it was a slip. You know, it was, it was, you know, it's just unfortunate what happened. But um, yeah, it was always gonna be hard from there.
in terms of when you come up against the Knicks, um, and like you're going to do this weekend, um, who are the blokes that you look out for um, from the for the fantasy? You think, right? I really need to be on my game against this guy. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I've played with a couple of them uh, within the New Zealand team. I think Clayton Lewis is a big, big, uh, big problem in the middle there. He's very talented. Um, you know, Payne as well, good friend of mine. He's solid at the back. Um, um, and they've recruited well as well. You know, they've brought in a few foreign boys that are dangerous. And um, like you said before, Phoenix are a great side. They've got a, you can't really just single out one player. There's a there's a whole lot of good players that you need to look out for. And that's what we're um, working on the on the training pitch this week to sort of try and nullify those uh, those uh, key players. Do you think they have a slight advantage going into this weekend, given that they have a a, a game under their belts, competition game under their belts? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. We've, you know, at the Mariners here, we've been lucky and, and, and blessed to have a lot of preseason games against A-League competition, um, which, you know, we don't take those preseason games like a preseason game. We act like it's a it's a cup final every time we go out and play. So, I mean, you could look at it like that, but um, I, I think I think we're, we're more than ready. We've had a long, long preseason. That's what, you know, whether you like it or not in the A-League, this preseason goes for nearly as long as the season. So um, I think every team will be ready and, and we definitely are. All right, mate. Um, now, Storm, before I let you go, uh, quickly just run through a couple of quick questions with you. Uh, what's yeah. the best away ground you've played at in the A-League? Um, I, I like Combank, the, the new one at, uh, at Western Sydney. I really like that one. It's a nice little, you know, Stadium. Um, looking forward to the new Allianz Stadium. Um, that'll be a, that looks really good. Um, and I enjoy Westpac. You know, I enjoy going back to New Zealand and and um, playing there in Wellington. It's always a nice surface and always a good atmosphere. So um, that'll probably be my top three. All right. What What about in terms of crowds to play against? Uh, we'll play in front of. You know, which which is a crowd that's the worst for giving the opposition stick? Do you think? <laughs> um, I think naturally, being a Mariners player, you got a Newcastle. You always cop it. Especially um, if you're on that away side as a right back in front of their their supporters, you you hear a lot of it. Um, Adelaide's another stadium where you know the crowd's right on you, so you can hear everything. Um, Westpac's a bit better because you know you're a bit far away from the crowd, and maybe I get away a bit more because I'm a Kiwi and I play for the All so I don't really cop it too bad there. But um, I'd probably say Adelaide or or Jets away, I cop cop a fair bit. All right, mate. Um, on on the on the Mariners, I I wonder if we've already talked about two of the options for this, but um, I know you've been at Perth and then Mariners, then Victory, and then back to Mariners again. But we're talking Mariners, so let's stick with that. Who's the all-time Mariners great? Do you think? Oh, it would have to be Simmer. I, I think it would have to be Matt Simon. Um, just everything he's done for the club, the length that he's been at the club. Uh, you know, the important goals he scored. Um, I'd say him, um, you know, you got John Hutchinson as well, who was a great club captain. You know, he was the captain when I came to the club. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't go past him. I, I can't go, especially with him retiring and all that now. And he's still he's still around the team, so he might get angry if I say anyone else. So <laughs> I'll, say, uh, I'll say that next time. And the, the go to gospel. <laughs> the code of gospel. Now, uh, obviously, famously at at your ground, there's big sauce bottles at at, at the end there yeah. that we see every every game. Uh, what's your go to? Are you a barbecue man or are you a tomato man? Oh, I'm a big barbecue man. Barbecue on everything for me. Barbecue um, on everything. Everything, mate. Don't mind the tomato, but uh, no nah, barbecue number one. 
All right. Well, let's, uh, we ask the tough questions here, mate. So oh, uh, fine. Mate. <laughs> finally, uh, Stormer, I don't know the answer to this question, so you'll have to let me know. What, what's what's your nickname at, at the Mariners? Oh, it's just it's just boring old Stormy, I guess. Just add, you know, the Aussies just add a Y onto everything, and that's your nickname. Um, I I cop Ruzy a bit, but we just signed Michael Ruse, and everyone's calling him Ruzy. So there's a bit of a rivalry going on to see who's the real Ruzy in the team. Um, so yeah, I just just Stormy, just good old Stormy. Nothing nothing too fancy. I think my name's already um already unique enough, so I don't have to add too much onto it. No, nah, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Hey, Storm, thanks very much for your time today, mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, safe travels over to Wellington for the game this weekend. And uh, I would wish you luck, but I wouldn't mean it. <laughs> no, that's fair enough, mate. Thank you very much. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.